0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers host Mitchell and looking to join Celtic in the Europa League playoffs Neil Lennon says there's a collective responsibility for their Champions League exit And Aberdeen have a mountain to climb without the help of Sam Cosgrove I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Well like you say Gordon, it's over to Aberdeen and Rangers this evening Aberdeen slightly harder task, uphill battle um, against Rijeka at home But Rangers slightly easier task Having scored four goals Away from home Such an impressive Performance away from home However uh, If anything Tuesday night told us It's nothing as certain In European football So Rangers Will have to start In a professional manner Try and get an early goal And just put the tie To bed But Chatting about the other night I'm sure We'll still have callers Who are reeling About Tuesday night's performance And Celtic being knocked out Of Champions League from a Scottish perspective Gordon and our club's trying to do as, as well as possible in Europe It has been a disappointing week so far mm-hmm. Thanks to Celtic's Champions League exit Do you fancy Rangers to keep their end of the bargain tonight? Yeah, uh, 100% Gordon I can't see any slip-ups whatsoever uh, 4-2 lead at Ibrox Playing very well Scoring a lot of goals uh, Steven Gerrard obviously coming out there And warning these players about what can happen in football but it won't happen tonight at Ibrox. The big worry for our other Scottish team is at Pataudry Aberdeen, 2-0 down from the first leg, missing their probably their best player just now, Cosgrove, and I think they will struggle. So Aberdeen need a big turnaround. Now the reaction to Tuesday night's defeat for Celtic, that's not the kind of thing you can complete in one night, so I'm sure we'll look back further on that disappointment as tonight's show progresses, but let's kick off with events at Ibrox Rangers fans, how are you feeling ahead of kickoff? What about your team lineup suggestions? 0141 951 Alison Conroy's there for us. Yeah, Rangers, of course, have that 4-2 lead, but Steven Gerrard says there'll be no complacency from his players as he tries to secure the place in the Europa League playoffs alongside Celtic. He believes they're in the best possible form going into the match after that 6-1 win against Hibs at the weekend, and he stresses competition for places couldn't be any higher at the moment. They, of course, had that 3-0 lead in Denmark a week ago before Midtjylland made it 3-2. Scott Arfield added that crucial fourth or possibly crucial for the way goal late on. Stephen Gerrard says it has to be a nil-nil mentality going into the game here at Ibrox, believing tonight is also a good mental test for his players. Glenn Kamara could return for Rangers after being rested at the weekend. All quiet here at Ibrox, apart from all the Michelin players out on the pitch at the moment, taking all their photos on their phones as usual from visiting teams to Glasgow Gordon. 0-0 zero, zero mentality. Everything to play for. I want to see hungry players. I want to see a hungry performance. Uh, this team's had so much criticism over the past 14 months about not being consistent and um, taking the foot off the gas at important times. So good test to see where we are from a mental point of view. You know, I don't want to see a, a team very casual who thinks because they've got a two-two-nil advantage that uh, the job's done. That won't be the case. I don't think I've had to stress it because um, I think Michelin deserve respect and I think the players after the game last week knew that at times Michelin caused us some problems you can see they had a set piece threat throughout the game we've got players that have got big profile you know they can win flick-ons and second balls and they carry a huge threat so I think it'd be very immature and naive of us to think that this is done we're expecting a very tough 90 minutes 
Going into a tie like this When even a 2-0 defeat Is enough to see you through That I mean clearly a nice position to be in Let, let, oh, me, be, let me be clear about that But in, in, in a strange way Does it Does it make it difficult Psychologically at all To Well listen I, I like what Stephen Gerrard's saying You know He understands that Rangers don't have to go out And You know Be flying right away And, and win the game I think that The supporters going along Have to understand that as well It may not be You know A classic to watch Steven Gerrard would love to get an early goal And the tie's just dead right away But I can't see them going all out Because that'd be foolish You know, you go all out, you lose a goal in the counter-attack All of a sudden, the ground becomes a wee bit nervy And things start going against you You know, maybe that was Celtic's problem the other night They were going out to try and win the game Rather than just accepting that they were through But Steven Gerrard understands Mm. where he is just now Very comfortable position to be in And the way Rangers are playing just now, you can't see them slipping up against Mitchell. And saying that, and the first we watched the first half in here last week. Mitchellan looked decent in the first half, and Rangers got a goal at a very good time. And obviously, the second half ran away with it. But they still got decent players, so they will make it difficult at times at set pieces, at throw-ins, like we saw last week. However. I still believe Rangers have got that mentality to see that out comfortably. Is complacency Rangers' biggest threat tonight, Gordon? No, I'd be I'd be the opposite. I know what Mark's saying. Um, if it's a one-one, like Celtic the other night, there I totally agree with that. But you're four-two up, uh, unthinkable to lose three-nil tonight at Ibrox. You've already scored four against them, Gordon. And I know Mark is right. We watched them; they looked not bad in the first half. Morelos got that so important goal. But if to score four goals away from home, the way Rangers are playing, the crowd there tonight, the atmosphere, I would be more intent of saying go and get this game finished early. One goal kills it off. It is dead and buried, in my opinion, just now. But I think the way Rangers are playing, I don't think they know the style of saying, right, we'll sit sort of, a, we'll be cautious and we'll try and hit them in the kit. I think Rangers will be in the front foot tonight. I think the Rangers manager uh, demands that. And I think it'll be good enough And I think they will get the goal That will just probably Mitchelland players will probably Their heads will go down They know the tie's finished And I think Rangers will win this comfortably 01419511025 That's the number you need to get in touch Give us all your pre-match thoughts How do you see the game going? Who should play? Who shouldn't play? What about Tuesday night's disappointment For Celtic as well? George is a Rangers fan from Motherwell He's first up Feeling confident George? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm confident they can have seen the tie out over the, the 90 minutes, but I still think it's going to be a difficult game. Um, the reason why, um, looking at the game the other night with Celtic, a lot of people kind of suggested, media, fans, that that game was actually over and done with uh, when Celtic got them back to Celtic Park. I just think that these European teams are more technically better than the, the kind of Scottish teams at the moment, especially in Europe. And it kind of sees that over the past few years. I think it will be a tough match. I think the Mitchell and being a big, strong side as well. I mean, if they had to get the first goal, maybe even a second goal, push the, the kind of pressure back on Rangers. I don't think Rangers will lose the tie overall, but I think it will be still a tough game. My other point is, um, is obviously Mark and uh, Gordon. It's regarding the Celtic match the other night, and one of your kind of colleagues in the scoreboard the other night said about um, it was actually Mark Weedy about. You shouldn't blame Neil Lennon for the result the other night, and also it's no Callum McGregor's fault. But I thought that it's a manager's downfall um, if he picks the wrong sides, and I mean, he lives by the results and dies by his results. So I don't know where Mark was coming from. I don't know if it's because he's friendly with Neil, or, mm-hmm, but as yeah. used to be ex managers, as used to be ex managers, would used to have played, 
your best midfielder in that position to shoot a technician who's hardly kicked the ball this season or even last season? Well, Mark probably would have. Uh, me, per- <laughs> me personally, uh, I would. <laughs> Thank you. I would. Uh, no, I wouldn't have. I think that's just. Uh, Square pegs and round holes for me I don't think it was necessary to do that I can understand all the arguments about Ball and golly The way that I don't think Neil Lennon trusted them In a game like that But you're taking away A massive strength of your team I can understand it was to get in Cham in But remember this was a guy in Cham Who I think is a very very good player Not that long ago You thought he was going out the exit door Neil Lennon had to talk him into staying at Celtic I think you get your most important players in the right positions and then deal with that one position. And if you had to go with Ball and Golly, because you brought him into three million at a left back, that's his position. You had to go well. To change everything round about, I thought was wrong. I mean, Mark Wilson, you were standing here on Saturday saying you need to get Cham in that team. Whatever, yes. you, whatever you need to do, yep. you need to get him in. Mm-hmm. Is, is that what you would have done to get him in? No, I would have put him in. I wouldn't have played the, that shape. I think Celtic had the Two personnel. Bags, Mark. I, yeah, I do I, I know Mikey Johnson's not an out-and-out wing-back I know James Forrest isn't a, an out-and-out wing-back But they've they've played the role before Especially at Celtic Park going forward You had the pace at El Hamid You could have played it right centre-back Ayer you could have stuck it left centre-back To cover those wide areas In my opinion mm. I thought When I seen the team Because we seen, saw the team pretty early That's what I thought was happening and you've got a very strong midfield A Cham McGregor and Brown in there And Christy off Edward That's the way I thought When it came out And Cal McGregor was left back I was do you as short as everybody do else Do you know what makes matters worse Gordon just quickly It's been tried before They they, they tried it with Brendan Rodgers at Ibrox And it was an absolute failure Why do it again in a big game? We are going to hear from Neil Lennon After the first break So let's go back to tonight's game at Ibrox For the meantime George have you got any Team lineup? Predicaments. Who do you th- who do you think is going to be involved? I would still go with the same kind of as maybe last week again. Um, McGregor in the goals, uh, same back four with Flanagan, um, Cartage and Goldson at the back as well. Uh, same midfield. I would just go with the same. I I'd probably put Morelos on up front. I think he's maybe he can he'll bully him a wee bit more uh, than I said. I would, I'd be pretty comfortable with the same team as, as we got the result over there maybe switching it with Morelos up front Gordon is, yeah. is it fair to say Morelos will play up front tonight and if that's the case you know it's Jermaine thanks for your hat trick but uh, yeah, you know. that, this, is, this is for some of the older ones I think Rangers could play me and Billy Urquhart up front tonight and still win this game um, and I just think that they're comfortable Gordon I know what George is saying about Celtic the other night there but it was different Kluge only needed one goal Right They could have sat nice and tight But they didn't Mark was at the game They went after Celtic They seen a weakness And they eventually got their rewards Whereas You look at Michelin coming They need three goals Without Rangers replying Right So You're thinking If they're going to go after the three goals They're certainly going to lose, uh, going to Have bags of space And open spaces For Rangers At Ibrox With the way they're playing to cut them open and score goals And actually Mark Might that suit Rangers Because if you look back to last season Rangers negotiated these qualifiers pretty well yeah. They look like they're doing it again this mm-hmm. season Any criticism they've had before Is usually when teams get everyone behind the ball And they have perhaps in the past Struggled to break them down yeah. 
But in many ways It looks like Europe suits Rangers It looks like having teams Come at them And be able to use Jordan Jones Or whoever it is on the break It looks like it suits Rangers It certainly does um, This season I, I don't know if Rangers Will have that problem This season I know we're only Two games into our league season Um However They look more creative They look more a threat They look like they've got players Who can break down defences Sitting in But you're right The game suits range Listen The Defoe and Morelos argument I mean What a problem we have For Steven Gerrard You put one in He scores a hat trick You bring another one on He scores two You know One will play tonight And I'm pretty sure The other will play in, On Sunday When the game comes about So it's great to have two strikers like that Can you pick one for you I think he'll go I think he'll go with Defoe I think he'll go with Defoe tonight And keep Morelos Fresh for the weekend There you go That's that's a, a tip for you If I'm wrong Then That's the first time this season I think he's going to be wrong What do you think? I think Morelos will yeah. play I've had a text from Stephen oh, Gerrard Did he not have a text last year? Stevie G About Scott Brown <laughs> I'll never let him live that down That Scott Brown one Bruni set me up there <laughs> Stevie G wouldn't do that Thank you George in Motherwell Gary's in Newton Merns Looking ahead to this one Gary Confident uh, yeah, really looking forward to the game. By the way, I don't mean to be offensive to Gordon, but I sincerely hope that him and Billy Arthur will not be playing <laughs> Good show, Gary. G- Gary, can I ask you a question? If then, if you had to play a lone striker, would you play me or Billy Arthur? <laughs> the silence tells you all you need to know. That's a all time low for me. I I actually I actually used to train with you. Parlance in the morning. I don't know if you remember. So I have to obviously say you. Oh Gary, yes, yes, he I do know who I'm talking to He loves the exercise bike, yeah. Gary It's his favourite yeah. machine Gary, I, I guarantee he doesn't remember you I, I guarantee What's I he do. Like then? Uh, He's not the best looking boy in the world, I've got to say <laughs> <laughs> he, he, was a, he, he was a bit chubby and had to get it <laughs> but, but, but he works very hard How's, it, how's the boys doing? Yeah, all good, thank you for asking Cheers, glad in the morning Ah, uh, you too <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go doors here No, I'm, Gary, uh, I've not seen you for a long while And uh, hope to catch right, up soon. Anyway, enough of this Friends Reunited Gary, give us your uh, your football thoughts tonight Okay, can I Can I, can I, say, can I actually make the point I once to phone about I know sure. you're probably bored listening to this No, no But I'm really curious As a great fan of a young man who we've not got back from Liverpool this season and I know there's been so much talk about it but I read an article today in the Express I can't remember who it was by and it basically said that they think there's a very good chance that that Ryan Kent will come back to Rangers before the end of the window do any of you have any inside information or opinion on it? Well, let's let's look at what's happened in the last couple of days. Andy King has closed in on a, on a yeah. loan move to Rangers. He's a midfielder, so I'm not saying that that impacts it as such. Stephen Gerrard spoke yesterday, Mark, along the lines of, and I am paraphrasing, our business is done. But if some if a brilliant deal comes along, Morgan we would do along. it. Would would that be the the brilliant deal? Of course ultimately. it would be Would it be the one player That they would probably Go out and uh, get uh, regardless Of course it would be Gordon Because I mean he has added Brandon Barker last week as well yeah. To his already uh, growing list of wingers Yeah they, They're very Very uh, Strong in those areas just now However Ryan Kent is Is better than them all They're just now There's no doubt about that And A couple of weeks ago It looked dead So when Stephen Gerrard's saying If there's a bargain out there Or a great bit of business to be done In my opinion there's still a glimmer of hope that Kent could be brought on loan. Um, I mean, it must give Rangers fans that wee bit of enthusiasm and excitement that 
he didn't leave and there's nothing much happening with him because he's not going to break into the Liverpool first team so there's always hope it'll take a lot of work but if the chance is there there's no doubt in my mind that Rangers will go all out to get him because he was such an influence in games and especially the big games against Celtic Gary given the way Rangers have started the season and you yourself you're, you're talking about being really optimistic do you, do you still feel like you need him the way that you perhaps felt a month ago? Uh, the, the bottom line is this I think the team are playing brilliantly I think things are going really really well but if, if I was the manager of Rangers after after last season and I got the opportunity to get Ryan Kent back I would be absolutely breaking the bank to do so it's not a case of needing him but I think it would give number one I think the rest of the squad would get a massive lift all the boys that played with him are, are well aware of his ability I think he was absolutely loved at Rangers I was there the last day of the season last year the last home game um, I think it was against Celtic maybe and after the game they walked round and he did a solo walk around the whole ground and he got an absolute standing ovation I think he would be a massive lift for everyone I really do Yeah I mean Gordon ultimately if a player is better than what you've got you know you go and get him But Stephen Gerrard talking about Andy King coming in It's another midfielder mm-hmm. He now considers Scott Arfield an attacker mm-hmm. So add him to, to Brandon Barker To Jake Hasty To Jordan Jones To Greg Stewart To Shea Ojo um, <laughs> What a numbers game it would be if, if that did come off It'd be some competition um, I'm sure every Rangers fan wouldn't bother about the numbers Gordon I think Gary's right I think every Rangers fan would be over the moon uh, If Ryan Kent come back um, Very talented player and it does give the manager a terrible headache who's going to play because Ojo looks not bad. The, the callers come on here every, every night now talking about Jordan Jones's performance, settling into Rangers, how he's playing. Uh, Barker's come in, he'll probably play on the right-hand side. But Kent gives him so much options as well and he's such a clever player. So uh, watch our space. I don't see it happening. Um, because I just think Rangers have got so many options now and Barker, They have though, but he's talking Barker. about uh, Gerrard yesterday talking about hopefully having 55 to 60 games I mean So we've got to say players I think well, he's over he, he will have but <laughs> you know to negotiate those games and, and be successful uh, you know in the league and the two cups in Europe you have to have a big squad to keep rotating. You no, know, the when thing you're playing Thursday, the, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. The thing that worries squad. me, Mark, and I, and I know Klopp, the top manager, has come out and said, look, he's not going out and loan. Mm. So for Klopp to then somebody to come in and say, by the way, he's going back up to Rangers. He's sat there, he's played the waiting game. Is that not just a. Yeah, but what's the alternative a, now, though? Was that not just a, a kind of a, a ruse to get someone to, to, buy, go, him. to buy him? And yeah. it's, it's not worked. It's not, no, it's yeah. not worked. But um, I think, um, put it this way if he does go to Rangers and loan, I'm sure that they'll have to pay a big um, loan fee for him. All right, thank you, Gary. In Newton Mearns, it's 0141 951 1025 uh, to join him. I think we do have team news from Ibrox, Alison Conroy. Not quite. There we go. We'll get team news after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here as we approach kickoff between Rangers and Mitchelland at Ibrook. Still a bit to go, but the team lines are in. Remember, Gordon, adamant that it's Jermaine Defoe starting for Rangers tonight. So let's find out with Alison Conroy. Gordon is 100% wrong. Jermaine Defoe is not Shock. starting tonight. It is Alfredo Morelos who will be in its three changes from that win against Hibs at the weekend. McGregor, of course, in goal. Then Tavernier, Goldson, Katic and Flanagan. 
Jack, Glenn Kamara coming back in, Davis, Ojo, Arfield and Morelos. The bench, Fodringham, Halander, Barisic, Doherty, Aribo, Jones and Defoe. Morelos as well is on nine European goals for Rangers. There are only ten other players that have scored ten or more European goals, so he'll be hungry for that tenth. And Gordon Diel is not one of them, Uh, I can't imagine. Neither is your pal Urquhart, he's not one either, is he? No, a big billion. No. No. He did, he did say he did say to producer Andy when Andy says, "Who do you think will start?" And he went, "Listen, you don't get fifteen years <laughs> in management getting to cup finals <laughs> and league cup finals being wrong." There you are. I, I don't know what that. I know what the the uh, chairman seen in you. Uh, <laughs> so every, a thirteen year contract. Everyone else knew that Alfredo Morelos would start. Glen Camara's back in. Other than that, yeah. I don't think there's any real no any real shocks or talking points, are there? Yeah, good enough. Good enough. Side Arfield will play up top as well. I've, I think Arfield's a terrific player. Gone. I've got to say. Uh, I think this new position suits him. I watched him. Uh, at Tynecastle last season and he was absolutely brilliant his runs are he's got so much experience and he knows the timing of the runs when he you know get into the positions and he scores goals as well uh, so he's a big player for him but I think that's a good enough strong enough team to take care of business tonight Okay, With, Neil Lennon's I still think <laughs> Neil Lennon <laughs> says they all must take responsibility for Celtic's Champions League exit. Stephen Gerrard, who is of course in action tonight, speaking yesterday, uh, warning his players of what can happen. Pointing back to that Celtic game, things can clearly go wrong. Rangers are in a comfortable position, but here's what Neil Lennon had to say after cl- crashing out to Cluj on Tuesday. We all wanted Champions League football, and we've only ourselves to blame for not not getting that. You know we've. We've been loose, you know, when really in the, in the important moments of the game we've switched off, you know, they're bitterly disappointed, you know, so, as you can imagine, but they've missed out on a good opportunity there. We all have, so it's a collective responsibility. We had more enough quality out there to win the game, but, you know, over the two days, you know, we conceded a poor goal on the counter-attack, you know, away from home, um, and I thought we, we could have had a couple more away from home as well. But certainly in the second half, you know, we had good chances and um, we didn't take them. And that would have put the game beyond Cluj. 01419511025, that's the number Stephen in Partick has dialed. Stephen, you've had a couple of days to calm down. How are you feeling looking back on that exit from the Champions League? I'm okay now, but what annoys me is Neil Lennon's naivety. When you look back at the late, great Brian Clough, Brian Clough always... One of the first things he did was he would he would actually organise a good defence, and his defence was the full of biting bars, and he admitted that he got Larry Lloyd and Kenny Burns, and he always said they were never silky football players. But one thing about Clough was he knew if an attacking side came through, they were through upon a couple of real thugs. And I, I use that term loosely, but Neil Lennon needs to realise that there's no point in having four betting bars in defence of of attacking sides get through. They, they're like, oh, wait a minute, these are a bunch of silky football players, but we're going to break them down. And it was absolutely criminal on Tuesday night when they put uh, Calmac to left back. That's a silky young football player. He, he, he ain't no defender. And Neil Lennon really needs to wake up and smell the coffee. I would rather have four thugs from the junior league 
playing at back for Celtic because when attack, it doesn't matter how good European sides are, if they're coming up against four big, hard, hard Scottish guys, they're going to go, oh, wait a minute here. These guys are... Look, look at big Bobo Baldy. If you're coming up against him, you're going to go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, but he was still a good really defender, like Stephen. He yeah. Just because you're, you're hard doesn't mean you know you mentioned the word thug. And yeah. You still need to be pretty good at what you're doing. Listen, I think Stephen. I, I think when you look at Chris Iyer, Simonovic, they're big boys. Chris Iyer in particular is one who loves to defend. You see the way he celebrates when he makes tackles, and he's tough to play against. Yeah. However, it, the problem was the other night. It's a chopping and changing. You know, it's you know. It's not allowing anybody to to form any sort of relationships. You know, Callum McGregor, everybody could see at 45 minutes. I mean, even on the ball, mm. um, he struggled. Yeah. And I think he was put in the team because Neil thought Celtic would have a lot of possession and he wanted to control the ball for long periods of time. And it just so happened that one of Celtic's more comfortable players in the ball had an absolute nightmare. If you, if you think about it, Cal McGregor in centre midfield, he's got the full park either side of him to pick passes. When he plays at left back, one side mm. of the park is closed off to him because he's practically on the touchline. So he can only ever come inside and it's formed to him and it showed and it backfired because Celtic continued to lose possession in that position the first 45 minutes and then they get done at the goal in that position as well. But... Yeah. I mean the other three guys You know Elhamid Simunovic and Ayer You've got to agree That they're good defenders On the night Defensively They were poor To lose four goals There's no escaping that But Those three guys Are good defenders The problem lies In the recruitment Of getting that left back in It was left too late In the window And when They've now got Ball and Golly Who may prove He may prove in time To be decent However, is it really that, is sure. it really that late in the window? I mean, we've we've still got two weeks to go. And mm. when was Ball and Golly signed? A good yeah. few weeks yeah. before this game. So, what, how was that too late? Too late in the window. Listen, I was at, I was at Celtic Park where the Sarajevo game, and I made the point when Chris Iyer was playing at right back, and Celtic didn't Ball and Golly was in at that point. I'm not quite sure, but I made the point that these players should have been brought in. With these Champions League qualifiers in mind I says The first round Or yeah The first round qualifier You can get away with it Because it's easy enough mm-hmm. It didn't prove that easy Against Sarajevo But Celtic scraped through The second round Perhaps you can get through it But, but when you get signed the, On the 3rd of July though And the window mm-hmm. doesn't close Till the end of this month Do you know what's Yeah but, but what I mean is He was the only one brought in I know Tierney was still kicking about But they must have known That a bid was going to come in So you've got one left back One left back Is not enough Right. Celtic knew a way back in March or April that Kieran Tierney was probably going to leave. They should have been doing their homework a way back then. But So why did they leave it to the last minute? I, I really don't understand that. They, did, they didn't because leave it to the last minute. Gordon's just said they brought no, Ball and no, Golly in. What, what, what I was meaning is, yeah, they brought Ball and Golly in. Yeah. But they've only got one left back. They needed two left backs if Tierney was going to go. They need two right backs, and they've still not sorted that out. Mm-hmm. So that's that's last minute. I tell you what, it's worse than last minute because it's past now. But Gordon is right; they've still got two weeks to address that. Mark and you, they've, but they've not got two weeks to address it. The Champions League is gone. I know that, but but Ball and Golly was probably brought. You remember this was a guy. Let's not forget something. This was a guy they paid three million pounds for. Yeah. 
So if you're paying three million pound a Scottish club, you're thinking he'll do me for opening rounds of the Champions League. You've got to. Secondly, so where does it, where does the blame lie then on the player on the recruitment staff? Wait, wait, you'll hear my point, Gorn. Right, this is nobody'll shoot me down this one. <laughs> right, don't be so sure. Secondly, they played McGregor at left back the other night. The away leg at Kludge is probably the hardest to go and get the result to bring it back to Celtic Park. Who played left back in Kludge? Go on, tell us. McGregor. No, ball and golly, right? He had a poor game in the first half against Motherwell. We all admit that and everybody was giving a bit of stick. But he's he had a already... poor game in Cluj as well. They still get the result, Mark, he because had a poor they had game. The... But hold on a minute, they had the balance to the team. Yeah. But the balance this, this to is the my team point. was everything. Have you've got ball and goal in wrong ho- uh, round holes don't work. But that's what I'm saying. If you've got ball and goal in, fair enough, and he plays and Neil must have thought he w- he's not good enough. If that's a problem, you put your other left back in that you've got and the balance isn't upset The problem is The recruitment Because you only get One left back in And you're left with nothing You either got McGregor Or you got Johnny Hayes Or like I was saying You're playing Mikey Johnson Wing back And it's all wrong So you've got to put it down To how late They've brought these players in And like I say Right back Is still a problem Because they've still only got One real recognised right back Because Ralston looks out the picture So it's still ongoing But now The moment's passed The Champions League's gone and it's too late Thanks to Stephen and Partick Let's see what John in Liverpool's got to add Hi John Hi there, how are you doing mate? Good thanks Well it's just a uh, It's a uh, bit of what you're concerned I'm not saying it's Boy McGregor man You put it right back and all that But uh, to me You take him out You take him out midway apart And you put Christie in there You know what I mean They're, they're two of the main They're two of the main stays They're the creative, mid, they're the creative midfielder fielder. Brown's, Brown's uh, more on Holden 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 man But why? Why when we see two up why didn't he pawn Julian? You know what I mean? He's thing five across the back and then just said, uh, what they do? Kick the ball out of the park. It's your, it's your youth pundit say uh, they kick him and get down and all the rest of it. Now, Neil Lennon, that's Neil Lennon's problem. Neil Lennon's not got a noise for that, has he? I'd like to know what you think about Well, I, th- I think look, uh, probably Neil, looking back at it, uh, if he had a chance again, he would probably do. S- you know what I mean? He's yeah. done it on the night. He would do something different. Do you yeah, agree think- with me? Do you not agree with me? Yeah, I do agree with you because the tie is one. You know, it's you're, you're sitting there and you've got a feeling this is a real difficult. We can't afford to lose another goal. Um, so shut up shop somewhere. You've got to make it tight. Bring them on to you. Then with the pace that you've got, you can go and hit them the counter attack and hopefully finish the game off. Mark was at the game I wasn't there So he's, he he witnessed it first hand uh, He was texting me constantly Saying this is what I would do If I was a Celtic manager um, But I do agree John That I think Celtic Looking back when, Should have probably Is this when Celtic went 3-2 up 3-2 up I mean was there not only Two minutes between Yeah granted I know you're probably Going to come back and say Well managers need to Make uh, split quickly. second decisions yeah. I get that But I think did close, did the, Was the Was the the, you know the, the equaliser to make it three all was that not about three minutes later? I mean the goals were coming thick and fast at that point. The one that I mean I was looking at it, uh, the one that struck me was perhaps in Cham looked a bit leggy at that point, uh, you know, and I thought beat on there even if you put him in you know in front of your centre halves and just well we all know what near beat on does breaks up the play and just calms things down. That's the one I was thinking. But Gordon's right here. I mean Neil Lennon probably looks back in it now and goes. There's a million different ways to go about it It's easy for us here in the studio Easy for the supporters um, 
But at that time at 3-2 Everybody was caught up in the stadium Everybody was caught up in the euphoria The atmosphere was bound I looked at that point that Celtic were Going to run away with it But John Listen I'm not saying I I, I disagree with you I I think you're right You know No Mark If you're you're a manager If you're a manager You see it You're 3-2 up And you Mm. see Jones go Three minutes after that But why When you make a substitution right away That's three minutes That's three minutes Say Right away, in it. So yeah. they're not going to score a goal right away, are they? Yeah. So yeah. why did he, why does Neil Lennon not see that? Can Neil Lennon not see? Can Neil Lennon not see that? Is he not getting? So not going to. No, Dev Ryan Christie come on and says they're not streetwise. No, that's a young boy that says they're not streetwise. So how how can you how can Neil Lennon not say we're not street? He he is streetwise. So how can he not see that? But uh, listen yeah. I, again, I, I I totally believe that Neil. Would have analysed that game And thought Maybe along similar lines To what you're saying John What we are saying I should have made a substitution Maybe as yeah, So why not do it Because let's be honest yeah. it's, it's not real comfort to anyone To, well, to realise uh, it two uh, days later Exactly Well I can't tell you that I'm not Neil Lennon You know why not do it We're all sitting here You know we're all experts And saying You know even me up in the stand Going And Cham looks a bit leggy When you're done that touchline And you're caught up with it Maybe Neil just Didn't see it Planning out that way uh, Stevens, Stevens on Twitter At Clyde SSB He says Lennon is to blame For Tuesday He changed Three of the back Four from Saturday And McGregor at left back Was at fault For the first goal And Andrew Connor says There were four Defensive changes Made from the Muddle game For Cluj Lennon thinking That wouldn't cause An issue Is negligence In the extreme I mean on one hand Any type of Chopping and changing In defence Is Unsettling Unsettling yeah. But I don't think many Celtic fans prior to kick off would have kept Julian in, would they? No, I think I think the biggest problem I think what's sort of swayed Neil was we all watched the game. I was at Fir Park uh, with Allison for Super Scoreboard. We watched the game and you could tell that the back four, especially early doors when Motherwell were putting a lot of press on them, they were sort of uh, looked a bit nervy. You know, Ayer's not a right back. You've got to get him in the middle. I totally agree with that. Um, Julian looked a bit nervous for a £7 million player But he's only arrived and he needs time to grow into the Scottish game um, I could understand, ball and goal is, as we keep touching on that Everybody was on his back, everybody was talking about I, I think Neil had to come out and he's, he's presser after it And sort of defend the boy, which quite rightly he should um, And I think that sort of swayed Neil Lennon's judgement for Tuesday night, Gordon I think looking back in it now I think he should have Yeah I would agree, agree with Julian being out And I had been in And El Hamid uh, right back Because Julian's still a bit to catch up But I was still Would have went with the boy That played over um, Against him Kludge Okay thank you John In Liverpool It's 0141 More thoughts on that Celtic defeat I'm sure And Rangers fans One hour to kick off Maybe you're on your way to the game Maybe you're just settling down To watch it You've heard the teams You've heard Alfredo Morelos Leads the line Glenn Kamara comes back Into the midfield How do you see tonight's game going? We'll take your call After the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here One hour to kick off at Ibrox Rangers take that 4-2 lead Into the second leg of that Europa League qualifier Against Michelin Liga Warsaw lying in wait Should Rangers do the business tonight Lots of response to Celtics 
uh, Champions League disappointment on Twitter Stephen says Neil Lennon's always had a problem with game management Celtic first time Hibs Celtic again Doesn't know how to close out a tight game when ahead Very worrying And Skinbag says Surely Bolly is more suited to a more technical game like European opposition Therefore it makes the manager's decision even more baffling 01419511025 Joe is a Rangers fan from Somerset Let's kick off by looking ahead to tonight's game Joe Are you feeling in confident mood with an hour to go? Yeah feeling very comfortable Can't see you getting beat man 3-0 at Highbrooks Yeah I mean you look at the starting 11 Joe So much competition for, for place particularly in midfield What do you make of that team tonight? Would you have done anything different? See, tell the truth, I don't even actually know the team because I'm on my way to Ibrox now, so I've not even had a chance to look. Gordon DL, will you rhyme off from memory for Joe? Yeah, um, McGregor in goals. Right. Uh, Tavernier, Colston, Cattage, and Flanagan. Uh, midfield three of Jack, Kamara, and somebody else. <laughs> uh, Ojo wide left. Um, Arfield and Morelos. Mark, and fill in the, oh, the missing no, 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 man. Davis. There we go <laughs> Top punditry there There you are Joe So no real surprises Joe Kamara's come back in It's the same back four Morelos leads the line Comfortable with that? No really I thought Aribo would have started tonight Alright Aribo Yeah I know he's been a popular one Mark But Stephen Gerrard certainly feels that he's hmm. got I think what is it he said That he's got five midfielders He's now adding Andy King He, yeah. he feels as if he's about to have two for every position yeah. Great, listen, great position to be in When you're bringing in Kamara You know, and you've got Jack and Davis in there That's a strong three uh, Aribo, very good, looks very good However, he's not going to play every single game When you've got that many midfielders to choose from So, uh, it's hardly, it's hardly weakening Still early in the season But to keep changing your team It's just like Celtic Gala Knight I get that I think you can get away with it, uh, Joe, in midfield You know, I think so Where you've got that quality yeah, he's he's really hit the ground running, Gordon. In fact, uh, I know a lot of people down south questioned the move up here, said he shouldn't be coming yeah. up here, and uh, he gets himself a call up to the Nigeria squad after yeah. a couple of weeks. So, um. He's clearly paying off so yeah, far Yeah and he looks a lad That's enjoying his football Gordon A very talented player uh, You could see early on um, In his eyebooks career Doesn't give the ball away cheaply Very good on it uh, Can score a goal um, I, th- I just think it's A case of managing the squad I think that's a good enough team tonight um, As I say They will have to Mitchell will have to score three I don't see that happening Without Rangers scoring so I think they've got enough tonight in their locker. And plus the fact, the one thing that the manager always wanted was if there, if there was any problems or it was slack or the pace wasn't up mm. to what he expected, he had the bench to look to. Joe? I know, I know Rangers is not in Celtic and they're in the best league in the world, but see, we have a manager like Steven Gerrard at your club. Any of the top best midfielders in the world do want to play for him. Because the guy was phenomenal mm. as, a, as a player himself. It's just that... Just for anybody, like if it's a good man, a good player, it's been a player, and it's a bit of a legend. All the young boys from England are going to want to play for him. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about any midfielder in, in the world, but yeah, Joe's, pro- Joe's, no, but Joe's probably on to something. Say that, say there's yeah. not a lot in it. Say you've got a couple of options where I don't know the money's similar, the level's similar, 
But you've then got the chance to, to play under someone like that Surely it would add something I mean we know yeah. that good players Don't make good managers automatically mm-hmm. But it must come into the thinking There's an attraction Gordon You've yeah. got to say he's attra- did, did, Would you have went to Celtic Cause of Tracking? No, it's because they were paying me more money And I wanted to play for Celtic <laughs> <laughs> Didn't matter who the manager was I always wanted to play for no, I get what you mean No, Stephen Gerrard He is an attraction You're right You know he's, His role as captain of Liverpool For so many years You've seen what he brought out In players on the park So If you're a young player You've got to look at that and think He must do that as a manager You know Even to more extent Joe, what else is on your mind? Just listen to the guy man I get goosebumps <laughs> Is that Martin you're talking about? Uh... Thanks, Joe. <laughs> no, that's, that's Stevie. Stevie. Uh, Joe, I think did you have, did you have another point before we let you go? I it was just to ask Mark his opinion. See, also you were a left back or a right back. I'm not really too sure. I don't know. Right see. But, but see, see if you were sitting in that changing room. Obviously, just being brought in for three million pounds. It's a big, it's a big fee for a Scottish club, yeah. and you're getting picked. Arguably the best midfielder Celtic have got. The guy gives you everything in big games. He scores goals and he creates, he creates the, the spark for the strikers. Would you know be Would you know be raging? Also getting left at that yeah. squad for a centre. Your best if it, mm. your best centre mid. Of course I would. Uh, I think any player would. Does uh, that you know? Is that the type of thing that comes into your thinking? Because if it was a change in shape and you say right, well, fair enough, mm-hmm. and you know, miss out, or you do have a rival for that position. But if someone who isn't even a recognised left back goes in in front of you, is that is Listen, that a message? I, to you? I can only. Speak about me personally If that was me And someone was playing ahead of me That wasn't their natural position Yeah I would dent my confidence I wouldn't be happy at that I would look at myself and think Obviously there's a reason why However uh, Of course you're not happy Because it's it's You know Like what was your saying Square pegs and round holes Or mm-hmm. whatever rubbish that's Just, just so we're clear That's not his saying It's definitely not his but, saying uh, yeah, uh, that was rubbish anyway I've definitely heard that before <laughs> I brought that to the table tonight uh, listen, very good, good. One, But no of course you would be Anyone would be If, if somebody's replaces you That isn't their, their natural job In any workplace So yep I would be I'm actually glad Joe, Joe mentioned that Because just before we came on air tonight Mark You were telling us about one time That you received recognition From one of the world's finest fullbacks <laughs> From one <laughs> yeah. from one world class fullback to another And I wondered if you would just share that with the class Because I quite liked it when you, you told us earlier Before we came on air <laughs> You can't tell anything in the office without it coming up Go, I, love no, I, was, I was on the bench for Scotland against Brazil At the Emirates And I was I think one of only two or three uh, not to get on So I was raging Anyway Go on the dress <laughs> After the game And we're sitting there And all of the players Have swapped jerseys Apart from me Because I didn't get on the park Obviously And in comes the kit man uh, The Brazil kit man And hands the Danny Alves He's stripped to The Scotland kit man Danny Alves wants to swap So he comes in The kit man says Anybody want to swap Danny Alves strip And everyone's busy Occupied doing other things Nobody says anything So I'm sitting there And I says Well I'll take it Okay Wow so I gave mm. my strip Which was number 23 I think Could said, you, there you go The excitement in that Brazil dressing oh, room Wondering Which strips come Danny back Danny Alves exactly. is going to come in Danny Alves is thinking Where oh, am I going to put oh, it in the house oh. <laughs> Exactly So I give him my strip I get Danny Alves Brilliant Start getting changed Did, that make, did that make up for it a bit Because you hadn't got on But you've come away was, with Danny Alves strip I that I didn't go on And I was thinking mm. I, I'd been away on a mango all week And it was a long 10 days away And I was thinking Brilliant At least I get something out Five minutes later <laughs> Kit man comes in it says Listen Danny doesn't want this He wants somebody That actually played Can I have the strip back <laughs> God's honest truth I can hand back Danny Alves He's stripped Came on Number 23 back <laughs> No the picture I've got in my head 
Oh, Stand, him standing in the dress room Having to take the Danny Alves strip off <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he want it anyway <laughs> And the, the story ends with the fact that Mark didn't get on And come home with his own strip And he's still got it to this day So if anyone out there wants 23 Wilson exactly. so You can bid for it For Aye. cash for kids Aye. Right I think we'll leave that one there Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Yes, it's beat the pundit time. It's your chance to win a sign ball. We can't promise you a Danny Alves strip, but we'll give you a sign ball if you beat Mark Wilson or Gordon DL. The time is now to give us a call 0141 951 1025. That's 0141 951 1025. And you have to act fast because the lines close when the news starts at 7. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here 45 minutes until kick-off between Rangers and Mitchelland in the Europa League qualifiers. Aberdeen playing Rijeka as well, looking to overturn that 2-0 deficit. We're going to go to Pitodri after we play Beat the Pundit. So keep your calls coming in 01419511025. We did kick off looking ahead to the game at Ibrooks. It's only day two after Celtic's Champions League disappointment, so still plenty of reaction coming back. On that front as well uh, Oh, Pete the Pundit contestants just disappeared So producer Whoa. Andy's going to try and uh, Try and get them back We've actually had a £20 bid in from Pad from uh, For the for the Wilson shirt <laughs> really Cash I... for kids Yeah, just ah. before the news We were talking about uh, Danny Alves Who once swapped shirts with Mark Wilson And gave him it back Because he just wasn't happy at all <laughs> uh, So yeah, Pad Ferran 20 quid for the Wilson shirt So far, yeah He's well, gone too go. high Cash for kids <laughs> Actually, he's <laughs> over a fiver <laughs> It's a steal. <laughs> it's right, I think we can do this. It's time. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Yes, beat the pundit time. One of the highlights of the night. One of the highlights of the week when Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are involved. Paul's a Celtic fan from Huggenfield. Hi, Paul. Hi, How are you tonight? You fancy your chances? Um, depends if I get Mark Wilson or not. <sighs> Oh, they're all running Oh, Paul, Paul, come on What's that supposed to mean? Well, what do you think it means? Well, my record was actually good uh, last year But I've, uh, I lost last week, I think, did I? So, yeah Oh, he panicked last week, didn't he? His yeah. face went that red way Aye. Like it always I'm is yeah. I hope it is me, Paul Right, heads, it's, heads it is Mark Wilson, tails it's Gordon DL It's tails Mark Wilson will have to wait for another oh, day I'm going nah, for lucky, Paul. It's Gordon DL against Paul The Celtic fan in Huggenfield Let me give Gordon some Clyde 2 in his ear That way he can't hear us Paul 30 seconds on the clock Head to head You can pass Here's your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Yep What's the current aggregate score Between Rangers and Mitchelland? 4-2 What stadium do Edinburgh City Currently play at? Five. Which club did Billy Stark Play with on two separate occasions? Dundee. Who was the last English manager of Celtic? What year was Helicopter Sunday? Oh, 2004. Who was the last English team that Gordon Strachan managed? Uh, Middlesbrough. Ryan Porteous is a defender for which Scottish team? Uh, Hamilton. Okay, let's bring Gordon Dale back. Gordon, can you hear us? Uh, yes. Good, same set of questions to you. Are you ready? Yeah. Right, let's do it. What is the current aggregate score between Rangers and Mitchelland? 4-2 What stadium do Edinburgh City currently play at? Um, Meadowbank Which club did Billy Stark play with on two separate occasions? 
Hudson Man. Who was the last English manager of Celtic? Uh, pass. And what year was Helicopter <laughs> Sunday? Uh, 2006. Who was the last English team Gordon Strachan managed? Uh, Sunderland. Ryan Porteous is a defender for which Scottish team? Ryan Porteous, a big defender. Quick. Quick. Hamill. Okay. Don't know. Hamilton, he said. <laughs> now, Paul, you thought Paul, you thought that playing against Mark Wilson gave you the best chance. You've just heard Gordon DL. How do you rate your chances now? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, let's find out. Uh, what was the current aggregate score between Rangers and Mitchelland? It's four two. You both got it right. I thought we're off to an absolute flyer here because these guys uh, clearly know their stuff. Uh, what stadium do Edinburgh City currently play at? It's Ainsley Park. Where's that? Edinburgh. What's well, in Edinburgh? <laughs> the home of. Well, it's, it's Spartans, I think, is where they. Oh, yeah, so. um, which club did Billy Stark play with on two separate occasions? It was Kilmarnock. So you oh. both are stuck on one all. Good game. Good Who game. is the last English manager of I Celtic? It was Tony Mowbray. Paul knew it, and you didn't. So Paul goes into a two-one. Never played me. <laughs> uh, goes into a two-one lead. In what year was Helicopter Sunday? You were both close, but you were both wrong. Two thousand and five. Oh, no. um, I mean, understand Paul's sort of been trying to forget about it, but you've got no excuse. Yeah. Uh, who was the last English team Gordon Strachan managed? It was Middlesbrough. You didn't know it, Paul. I said Middlesbrough. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. He said Sunderland. He said Sunderland. He said Sunderland. Middlesbrough. You definitely said Sunderland. Producer no. Andy, give us the stewards' inquiry. Definitely Sunderland. No, I did not. <laughs> Sunderland. And they get that clip looked out We're going to play yes. it back uh, And Ryan Porteous You both went for Hamilton Bizarrely He's a Hibs defender You should know that uh, Oh show so he is one, A blood big two, two lad Young lad Three How bad is Three that? for Paul And one for Gordon Oh How three for Paul I got him the else first loss of the year It certainly is Paul And you're the man Can I tell Mark Wilson Not to sign the ball either Because I'm the one people Who took him Part in the game to be well done, Paul. We'll get Mark to sign it in pencil and you can rub it off if you want, alright? Good Cheers. man. Paul Huggenfield, he's the winner and no. beat the pun that you've had an absolute mare. I've, I've not, I've not covered him. I genuinely got seven there, so Paul would have been you oh, seven. well. Doesn't, well count. Beaten. Doesn't count when you're not when you're not I taking part. Believe. Sunderland. I said Middlesbrough. You didn't I did You said Sunderland Did I? The colour yeah. right. Do you know the good thing is that it, I was wouldn't, down it, that way anyway It wouldn't it? be the first time That Mark Wilson and I Were wrong So Twitter will tell us Twitter will be on it Straight away um, I'm sure of it I'm I, absolutely I'm sure, sure you said it. Sunderland as well I, I, But I meant Middlesbrough And I knew Tony Mowbray Is that a 3 3? No Sean is on Twitter already he says Since you give Roger Hanna A minus one I think you need to start Giving out a plus one <laughs> yeah. Hold on yeah. a minute One one bad game <laughs> He said to me yeah, At the golf true. yesterday <laughs> Did he win I won again I won again I beat the pundit On Tuesday I went oh, I didn't hear He says I'm going to have to Actually be like Roger now They're going to have to Give me a minus <laughs> One right One out of seven right. I've had a bad Oh I've had a bad one I've had a bad oh, one He loves bragging If I don't hear the show On the Tuesday He loves bragging At the golf now Ah. Brilliant Right okay I did say Middles were done it We've got the stewards inquiry Right here for you That's how quick Producer Andy is He's got the He's got the clip for us already So you're standing by it You say Middlesbrough You, you believe you said Middlesbrough When we played Yeah Yeah Who was the last English team Gordon Strachan managed uh, Sunderland 
That's not me Does that sound like Middlesbrough to you He's, Mark Wilson That's he, been dubbed <laughs> oh, I love the last uh, English team uh, Strachan managed uh, uh, Sunderland Definitely said Sunderland <laughs> Sorry Well done to Paul He's the winner well done, And the sign ball is but on its I, way They're still lost 3-2 anyway Exactly So it doesn't matter We've got Paul and Crookston up next But let's go to Petaudry Because we've got another big game In European qualification tonight A big ask for Aberdeen Dave Galloway Yes, indeed. Thank you, Gordon. Well, the Dons have only overturned the 2-0 first-leg defeats in Europe once before in their history, and that was way back in 1984 against Wipes Doza of Hungary. A strong start is essential for Aberdeen, and an early goal would be ideal, but they can't afford to concede to the Croatians, or a difficult task could become impossible. Now, top scorer Sam Cosgrove, the big news, had already been ruled out with a hamstring injury, but he starts the game and will lead the attack for Denham McInnes' men for whom a promising start to the season has been tarnished somewhat by two successive defeats to Rijeka last week, then St Mirren on Sunday. Aberdeen make four changes from that one at the weekend. Uh, out go Viner, Wright, McLennan and Main. In come Logan, McGinn, Cosgrove and Gallagher. So it's Joe Lewis in goals. Across the back, Shea Logan, Andy Considine, Scott McKenna and Greg Lee. Funzo Ojo sitting in front of the back four. Then it's Ryan Hedges, Lewis Ferguson, John Gallagher and now McGinn with Sam Cosgrove up top. The substitutes, Cherney, Devlin, Wilson, Main, uh, McLennan, Campbell and Viner. No fewer than uh, six changes for Rijeka. Uh, the men coming in are uh, Kiverzic, uh, Halilovic, uh, Zuparic, Lonkar, Kapan and uh, Kolak. Out go Escoval, Schmalok, uh, Pavicic, Iglesias, Muric and Buzenia. Uh, so they will uh, line up the Croatians with a starting eleven of Andrej uh, Piscalo in goals. Then the outfield players, uh, Roberto Puncic, Ivan Lepejica. Uh, Zoran Kiverzic, Tibor Halilovic, Dario Zuparic, Maxwell Acosti, Antonio Kolak, Momsilo Raspopovic, Luka Kapan and Stjepan Lonka. The substitutes for the visitors uh, tonight, uh, Pandur, Velkoski, Vuk, Muric, Escoval, Iglesias and Smolcic and your match referee here at a gloriously sunny Potodri Stadium he's an Austrian, he is Harold Lechner Would you just give us that record? <laughs> <laughs> not a chance, there's not a chance Give us the six changes again There's not a, not a chance of that Dave Galloway <laughs> oh, no Superb, can you imagine can you imagine Gordon DL trying to read out that oh, record? Oh, it no took chance. a lot of practice I Well done Dave, oh, yeah. top you. man There we go, and, and I'll tell you what <laughs> as far as team news goes I tell you what I can pronounce Sam Cosgrove Is that is that about the old mind games From well, Derek McInnes I mean he, he ruled him out must he, have been. Well we said in the programme I thought he was out Because I thought Right it's yeah, got to be An uphill battle We said it because Derek McInnes said, said it Yeah, it, yeah and uh, obviously He's just uh, decided You know I'll try and do A little bit of Mind games here uh, It's a big Big, uh, the thing is he's, he's got to be fully fit Because this early in the season You can't a risk a hamstring injury, injury on, on this European game I get it that it's important for Aberdeen to be in Europe But the, there's a long season ahead Where mm. Aberdeen have to try and consolidate third place again So to risk your main striker He's got to be 100% fit yeah, um, Brilliant news anyway Well oh, assuming he's fit But great. if you're an Aberdeen fan Going along to the game And you hear Dave Galloway's brilliant 
Pronunciations mm. And you hear that Sam Cosgrove's back yeah. in You'll be absolutely delighted wouldn't Yeah you? and you'd be delighted They've made six changes And the six changes That Dave mentioned there um, <laughs> but give us some of them? No <laughs> And Gladios Is one of them uh, He's on the pine um, I've got to say Cosgrove is a big plus Not just for The supporters But see for your teammates As well Gordon If your best players are playing And your goal scorers playing Who's in form You think We've got a decent chance yeah. here So I think that's a big plus for Aberdeen I still don't see them going through by the way Here's Derek McInnes I'm certainly not looking at this as an impossible task We'll try and get the game going our way We have to go and ask the question We need to plant the seed That it's not going to be They're not going to get things all their own way But we're also aware that They have a good counter-attacking threat They're, a, they're an athletic team They've got uh, good individual players And uh, we are going to have to be mindful of that as well So, And I think our supporters will understand that But the supporters need to see a team tomorrow with the intention of going and reversing this and getting after them and uh, that's the type of team I want us to be hopefully the goals come uh, as a consequence of that you know I think you see Rebecca's game at the weekend similar to ourselves rested a few players travelling for them um, I think last Thursday took a lot out of both teams it was a um, although there wasn't a lot of penalty box action in the game a lot of the work was done between both boxes we need to make sure there's a bit more activity in their box Gordon Diels right now Aberdeen off Mark Sam Cosgrove or not he doesn't think they can do it It'll be difficult, but I mean they've given themselves every chance. You you look at the the four behind them as well. You know, very good attacking players. Hedges started quite well. McGinn been there and done it. You know, can supply for Cosgrove. Uh, Gallagher in there as well. So, listen, I'm I'm going to give them a chance if they get a goal in the first half. You know, anything's possible. Important though, as it always is in Europe, to keep it tight at the back. Don't lose anything, but get a goal before forty five. I'll what, say the what, what happens if they get nil nil. Then have to yeah. score two. Honestly, cutting edge analysis as always. Uh, Paul and Crookston, a Rangers fan on the line. What's on your mind tonight, Paul? Hi, Gordon. And hi, Gordon. Hello. Hi, Mushroom. Um, <laughs> listen, I wish Gordon had that performance. We beat the pundit when I played him on Tuesday. <sighs> Were you playing on Tuesday, Paul? He was all right on Tuesday. He was hopeless tonight, wasn't he? Oh, I know, I know. But there that's, you go. That's, that's the luck of the draw. But, you're right. Paul, you just have these off nights, and that's what happened to me. And I, I'll be back in the saddle. I'll be back in the saddle. Aye, right, right, okay, right. My two, my two. Well, I had a main point, but I'll just touching upon listening to your show and the Celtic inquiry about their performances. Just thought I'd throw my tuppence worth in there. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, well, Brendan Rodgers made a, a fatal mistake as well playing McGregor um, left back. I think, no, well, this is quite a simple uh, issue. I think it's a bit of discontent in paradise because um, for you to play a strong midfielder at left back. By two managers, Rogers and, and Lennon's obviously seen what happened the last time at Ibrox. I mean, he's a smart guy. Um, surely to me, in my personal opinion, and, and talking to some Celtic fans as well, that's sending a clear message to certain people on the board, maybe Peter Lawwell, um, that these players that have been brought in, but, uh, what's the uh, left-back ball and golly, mm-hmm. um, they, they simply aren't rated. So whether that's recruitment in the sense of the, the, the guys taking over Lee Congerton, it's only there on a, on a consultancy basis, you know. So, um, but that's just my topic. Yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying, Paul. But the thing is, this was a this was a huge game for Celtic, and it does Neil Lennon all sorts of damage to his reputation by losing it. So you're not going to do that just to send a message, surely, if it reduces your chances of winning the game. Why would you do it then? Because why, 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 well, why, well, why, why would you leave a natural left back? On the bench When you would play One of your strongest midfielders At left back It doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me To be honest But yeah, yeah Fair enough I take the point That 
why would you put your reputation on But Rogers did it. He's did it. Paul's obviously right. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying it was a good idea. Mm. What I'm saying is, you can make a. You can have a judgment error without. You know, doing it to try and they clearly thought it was a good idea, yeah. and hindsight's told us that it wasn't. Well, what I was going to say is a wee bit of both. It he wouldn't have set out intentionally to say, "Listen, I'm going to play McGregor here to just send a message," but and not playing him, he's let everyone, you know, an insight into his thinking about ball and golly that he couldn't be trusted in that that size of game at this minute in time. He doesn't think ball and golly is good enough for that occasion. So it is sending a message that if it was near, but. I don't know if it was Neil that brought him in But whoever's brought him in That It's not a right signing For that position For this minute in time Again He may get better But just now Celtic needed someone That they could rely on At left back They needed someone And that's why I go back to my mm. point earlier They needed two One doesn't work out You've always got the other Gordon Listen we know the way Modern football works It's it's no big drama People like to To, to sort of Act like it's the end of the world But it's, it's no big drama To have a Someone in your recruitment staff Or a director of football Or whatever Play a major role In identifying a player That's just what happens All over the place However Does it Does it raise question marks About the involvement Of, of Neil Lennon In that signing If he If he Was fully behind Ball and golly Would that have made him More likely to, to play him In the game Listen this You, you may say It's got nothing to do with it But surely mm. the question Has to be asked Yeah modern day game You just look at A Spurs manager Who got to Champions League final Not that long ago Come yeah. out and said Look I'm not in charge of picking the players mm-hmm. I coach them I'm a coach um, Now You can flip this coin here By saying Well Neil was making a statement To the board Right Which I don't think he was <clears throat> But If Neil Had signed these two players Now remember There's 10 million pounds Worth of defenders On your bench If you're a board member I would be asking the question How we spent 10 million In two players and the biggest game of the season that we're trying to get through to get the big money mm. and they're sitting on the bench. So I don't know what's going on there, who's in charge of the signings and what's happening. Just quickly before we get back to the football, I'll do my best Amber impersonation. She's up the road, but we've got a bit of problem, a bit of a problem, I should say, on the M74 joining the M8. It's backed up to Rutherglen. Uh, very, very slow traffic towards Ibrook. So not only we've got football traffic, but Andra has been on Twitter. He's sent a picture of a car on fire at Tradeston. So oh. please do take care. It will be busier than usual due to a combination of that incident and the football traffic as well. So take care. If you're heading towards Ibrooks this evening uh, Paul, what about your own team then? Um, potentially closing in on a new signing as well? Yeah, yeah Well, that's what was, that's my main point About the, the new signing um, Andy Kick's not over the line yet I take it's tomorrow or, Yeah, I mean, not, not confirmed yet Well, that, that's what I'm, I mean, yeah From a Rangers point of view I think you know, we've got a bigger team I think we've got more quality in there um, With regards to taking on the Europa League I think that was a big detrimental part of Rangers in the domestic scene last year was because of the amount of games they played from all the, the, the qualifiers bearing in mind you know, I think they were the only one team maybe from, they had to go through the full pre, pre, the preliminary round all the way through to the, the, the group stages so I think that had a, had a knock on effect last year but I think we've brought in more quality but my, we qualm about it as and I don't know what like Gordon and, and Mushrooms for us um, and maybe yourself Gordon what do you think about we're getting a lot of midfielders in I'm mm. a wee bit concerned that we're not putting more up front So we've got Morelos and Defoe on fire Can't complain But it just takes one you know, twist of the knee Or one bad movement or something Then you're down that you know, Who else do we bring in up front So I think we've got you know, Pax 
uh, attacking minded midfielders. You know, you've got Arfield and people like that, and Jones in the wing. Seems defence seems to be much much more sturdy this year. You no, know, two well, four four uh, centre backs, and I think we've tightened up there. But I'm just concerned. Why not maybe mm. bring in a, another attacker? I'd kind of prefer that. But mm. again, I think the quality of King. Premier League winners played under you know, Ranieri and, and people like that so happy with that another another body in there but again what, what do you think about now up front yeah Gordon I think yesterday Stephen Gerrard along the same lines as there, he suggested that they, they won't sign a new striker he mentioned mm. the two they have he even name dropped um Zach Rudden Who was very good on loan at Falkirk last mm. season is still at the club and is a youngster who's recovering from an injury what do you make of that area of the pitch? Will they have enough, or, or like Paul, would you like to see one added? No, I think I think they've got enough. I think that uh, with the formation, he's going to stick to the four-three-three formation, Gordon. Right, and what he's doing is with the amount of games he's trying to build a squad where there's two quality players for his position. If you look in the midfield, he's got the three tonight starting. Uh, if he brings in King, that'll be probably six. Yeah, Doherty's the Do- sixth then. Yeah. So King, Jack, Davis, Aribo, Kamara, Doherty, yeah. six for three positions. For three positions. So add bags of cover. If you look up top and he plays three up top. And that's including Arfield as an attacker now, right. rather than uh, one of those yeah, midfield I put him three. As an attack. He's got six of them. If, and I'm leaving out Hasty because I think Hasty will probably go out and loan. He got by experience. I think he needs that. But he's got six of them as well. He's got four centre backs. He's got two two left backs, maybe three with Halliday in there, and his right back position Flanagan can cover. So I think he's built a squad that covers every position with a bit of quality in every position, and he can rotate that because there's a lot of games coming up. All right, thanks to Paul in Crookston. It's 0141-951-1025 if you'd like to join in and get your pen and paper at the ready. We've got a full time teaser coming up next. Let's see if you can get the answers before Mark and Gordon do. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. Still plenty of time for you to get your call in on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's 0141-951-1025. But before we speak to anyone else, we've got a full-time teaser to get up and running every night at this time. We come out of the break and we read out a question that you sent in and we try and test the pundits to see if they can come up with all the answers before the end of the show. The beauty of it is, like I say, you provide the questions. So if you've got a good one that you want to share, please send it to fulltime at clyde1.com. That's what Dylan did. Dylan sent this one in. Dylan Patton uh, says, John McGinn, Kenny McLean and John Fleck all made their English Premier League debuts this weekend whilst playing for a newly promoted club. Can you name the 10 Scots to do the same prior to this season? So John McGinn, Kenny McLean and John Fleck all made their English Premier League debuts this weekend whilst playing for a newly promoted club. Can you name the last 10 Scots to do the same prior to this season? With Sheffield? Prior to this season. As in before this season. Oh, right. It's going to be a long night Tom Kearney One No No Mm. This could be a a slog Uh, MacArthur No (sighs) McCarthy (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be tough Uh, Stephen Fletcher No (laughs) 
Oh, we're having a shocker. The full back was at Hamilton. Or Brian Easton? No. Uh, you keep saying no. Um, what would you call him? Full back. Who? Yeah. No, man. Is there a Hamilton player in there? No. That's okay. I can rule him out. Come on. I'm struggling right away with this. So we're looking for before this season the last 10 Scots Stephen Pearson to make their English Premier League yes. debut for a newly promoted club Stephen Pearson no what? no Kenny Miller no <laughs> uh, right here's one to get you up and running he's a clue you are not this guy's biggest fan oh, oh gold shinny. Shinny. no <laughs> when has he played the English Premier League the other one used to slaughter before oh, we moved Patterson, on to Graham Callum Patterson. Callum Patterson. There we go. Oh, You're right. running. Like right. Pato. Uh, nine more to go. Uh, Sean and Craig End, the Rangers fan. 15 minutes to kick off. Give us a score prediction, Sean. Hey, right, guys. I'll give you a score prediction. Go I'm going Rangers 4. Rangers to win 4 now. Wow. I'm going Wolves to win 3 now tonight. Oh and I'll say Aberdeen to win 2-1 tonight. We didn't want you couldn't, Sean. Just the Rangers score would have been good enough. Sean, I take it. I mean, you. I want you to use your brain. So, would you think, Jake? I'm wrong. Jake Wolves, Aberdeen, and Philmore. Let's dissect Wolves. Let's forget about Wolves. Let's forget about Wolves. Wolves will get a good chance. Um, I think. Yeah. Get a good chance. <laughs> Playing good football at the minute. Mark has got Aberdeen. He's given them a chance. Yeah. Gordon's not. Um, Sean says two one Aberdeen, which nah. wouldn't be enough. Uh, Sean, what do you what do you make of the starting eleven for your team tonight? Then happy with it. I'm happy with Rangers are Rangers are through the next round anyway because wow, I can't see um, that team coming to Ibrox and scoring three goals. They would need to be Barcelona in our cause at night, so it's easy to buff out the next round. Know, the thing is, Sean, I think most people, Gordon and Mark, agree Rangers should go through, but this is just one of those calls that's going to get played tomorrow night, isn't it? If it somehow goes oh, wrong. Oh, John, nobody thought Cluj would score four goals his at Celtic his, Park. His name's Sean. Sean, John. Uh, Sean, John. <laughs> Sorry, I was too busy <laughs> concentrating <laughs> on your cooking with Wolves. You're ready your best left back. It's all doing hell now. It's all doing hell. You're right, John. Uh, <laughs> Sh- Sean, what about this potential signing of Andy King? It looks like it will be confirmed in the coming days. Are you happy with that one? I'm very much happy with it. That's a guy that won the Premier League with Leicester when Leicester basically shouldn't have a chance. So basically, it's got to be a good year for Rangers now, isn't it? I can just see Andy King becoming a part of future full time teasers as a guy who's won the English Premier League and played in Scotland. You can yeah. just see that, can't you? Yeah. Added in. That's but not tonight's, so don't worry. The only thing is with Andy King is he's not played a lot of football in the past couple of years, but no doubt be- before that. I mean an integral part of that squad that done so well I mean you don't lose your ability But you just wonder yeah, Why I mean, he, he hasn't played, he, played three, he, actually, he actually played three times for Wales last season yeah. he, he almost played as much for Wales As he did in club football yeah, last yeah, season was so four appearances He's clearly last got a lot of experience uh, Of course he has uh, And like I say Before that period The last couple of years Outstanding player You just wonder about his fitness But I, I guess Rangers don't really need to Worry about that fitness Because they are so strong In that midfield area He's not been brought in To be an automatic starter I don't think right away But If you get him up to speed And, and give him bits and pieces of the game To get him up and running And get his fitness up Then there's no doubt He has the ability To mm. succeed in Scotland Yeah I think he's a decent player I really do Very experienced uh, Yeah Lucky games But You can soon catch that up When Davis and Defoe Come in in January it was the same situation yeah. and have a look at uh, how they're performing now. So 
I think that's a good If it goes through Gordon I think it's a very good addition to the squad Thanks to Sean in Craig End We're on Twitter Colin Moffat has got a cracking answer To the teaser that you don't have um, Because you're hopeless And Graham Carlin says Is it true that DL was so bad on Beat the Pundit That Clyde have asked Callum McGregor To come in and play that position (laughs) (laughs) Good one Yeah I did Quickly on the teaser Andy Robertson No Fraser Fivey No No Oh Uh, Charlie Adam Stoke no, a black no, 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 no. Am, I get, am I getting this wrong? Yeah. Okay then. Is Charlie Adam one? Uh, Charlie Adam. Let me check for Blackpool. Uh, or Black- did they go uh, straight to Liverpool? Did he? No, he went to Blackpool first, but he's not one. They get cor- promoted, according to Dylan. And he yeah. did make his debut. He's not one of the last ten. Maybe yeah, that's, that's what I mean, maybe that's what it is. Oh, last ten. Kevin McDonald. No, Burnley. David Marshall. Yes, you finally got another one. What about Robert Snodgrass? Nope. <sighs> this is, I'm firing all sorts of Just Scottish names here Hold on None. Hold, Oh Naismith with Norwich No Alright you've got two Let's speak to David Is a Celtic fan from Aberdeen Hi David Hi good evening panel Hello Hi, David. What's on your mind David Hi guys Guys basically I'm just wanting to discuss Really the sheer lack of defensive uh, Players at Celtic at the moment um, To me in my eyes It's really obvious That we obviously need another left back we need obviously a right back and a, another central defender, but most importantly, we need another goalkeeper. Um, you know, Europe, in my eyes, doesn't matter. The most important thing for all Celtic supporters out there is to guarantee nine and ten in a row. And I think that the board really need to start really getting their finger out here and you know sorting the defence out because it's losing four goals at Celtic Park against a team from Romania. Is not acceptable I'd like your thoughts uh, Do you know what I'm thinking Scott Bain Came in for a lot of plaudits Last season uh, Since he came in uh, I always think that Craig Gordon for me Is the best Shot stopper in the, in Can I just Sorry on that Tell you that This evening A story has appeared In the Scottish Sun Which says that Scott Bain is injured For up to two months and Celtic will look to the transfer market for cover. Now, we'll speak to Neil Lennon tomorrow, um, so we'll get a bit more on that. But that, that's that's according to the Scottish Sun at the moment, a, a hand problem. Tell, I tell you what, Gordon, when the third goal went in um, the other night where he should have pushed it round the post, when the Clues were celebrating, he was down and he was signalling for, for treatment. So I don't know if it's came there. I, I Initially, I thought it was one of the old ones, you know, I should have done better. And I'm kind of feeling a bit sorry Pretend for myself, yeah, yeah, but... There you go. Um, I, I, like I must say, I think I'm I'm going with what you were saying there. I think Celtic have got two very good goalkeepers. Scott being a wee bit of criticism recently, but Daz was just saying there came in for a lot of plaudits last year. Craig Gordon, you know, done nothing wrong to be dropped. So I'm not in the camp that they need another goalkeeper. However, well, they will the now, news you've just yeah. told me then suggests that yep. they need to get someone in. David, what do you make of that? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, you know, Scott Bain. His distribution's been okay, uh, you know. But I think, in order to, you know, try and guarantee the league, really, uh, we need another, another goalkeeper. There's been talk of Fraser Foster. Uh, I'm not sure what Arthur Boric is doing. We sell nowadays, but you know, I certainly think that we need more uh, another replacement than you know Scott Bain and uh, Craig Gordon. Well, I think I think uh, if if Scott Bain wasn't injured, I would probably say. I think they've got a decent enough cover. I've heard this, um, you know, in the last week or so about people saying, well, they need another goalkeeper. 
Obviously we'll get reports tomorrow It's out in the Scottish Sun And you know if he is injured for a month Then they've got well, to Two go, months it's said Two months then they've got to go and get cover Gordon That's a priority You can't leave yourself with just Craig Gordon Who I think is a very good goalkeeper um, so it'll be interesting to see they'll, put, they'll have names on a list It'll be interesting to see who they bring in I mean the, the problem is with Foster I think he would command quite a high price You know I've seen reports 10 million quid No no he's, he's miles off no. it He's miles away from Yeah Yeah perhaps yeah, You might I mean I'd, If you're bringing in somebody Fraser Foster did a terrific job For Celtic and shown uh, Even after he left What a good goalkeeper he is But um I don't know if Celtic would really splash out I know they've got all this money But I don't know if they'd splash out Millions and millions of pounds on a goalkeeper That may not even be the number one It's funny how the Celtic supporters are talking about You need to get the defence sorted They've spent 10 million quid They've spent 10 million quid in their defence Yeah but what I think David's just talking about numbers as well And Mark mentioned mm. it earlier in the show Even even if you think ball and golly is a world beater And I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure not many people do at the moment They still need you another left back. back You need another one And and, and to be fair to El Hamed He has looked pretty good yep, since yep, he's come yep. in But you still need another right back Yeah You know regardless of how good or bad you think they are It's mm. just about options is it not? Yeah but but, but exactly. the, the criticism that they're coming in for And they've spent 10 million yeah, but, already but I do agree it's... with you That they do need cover But if you spend If if other teams had spent 10 million pounds On their defence They would think that the, the starting back mm. four Would be a strong back four That's David, what my point is David here's the thing It must be Quite frustrating for Neil Lennon because yeah, they, of course. Let, let's forget about the ball and golly Callum McGregor thing just for a minute. I think we've we've done that to death. Going into the game the other night, would most Celtic fans not have chosen the exact same centre back pairing of of Iron Simunovic? No, you know, no. Probably looking at it now, they probably would have. Uh, but you know, paying seven million pounds for a defender and the guy's left on the bench, um, you know, raises questions in my eyes. Um, it certainly makes me think that we we need another centre defender as well, you know, which you already mentioned. Um, you know, I just think we need to bolster up in the defence, and I think the goalkeeper uh, position also needs um, bolstered up. As I say, in order to guarantee, no, not guarantee, but in order to put us in the best position to get this nine and, and ten in a row. I mean, that's all that matters to the Celtic supporters. Mm. Uh, failure is not an option here You know We need to guarantee this Okay thank you David In Aberdeen We'll get your answers To the full time teaser Hopefully And kick off At Ibrox and Pataudry next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader For compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Into the final part Of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Are here Let's go straight to Ibrox And build up to kick off With Alison Conroy yeah, the teams are out on the pitch here at Ibrox ahead of this Europa League second leg qualifier against Michelin. Run through the team again for Rangers. First of all, Alan McGregor in goal, the back four of James Tabernier, Nicola Katic, Connor Goldson and John Flanagan. In the midfield, Ryan Jack, Glenn Kamara and Stephen Davis. Up top, Shea Ojo, Alfredo Morelos and Scott Arfield. On the bench, Fodringham, Halander, Defoe, Aribo, Jones, Doherty and Barisic 4-2 Rangers lead going into this one but for Steven Gerrard it's that nil-nil mentality as they look to book their place in the Europa League playoff stage along with Celtic Right come on then Mark Wilson and Gordon DL I'll take mm. a score prediction from you Go on Mark you go first you um, Rangers will win this one 3-1 Gordon DL I think Rangers will win it 
Okay, so comfortably through then. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah, Defoe to score both. Who? <laughs> Defoe for a brace. Yeah, come on through the bench. What's up with that? <laughs> Nothing. Right, the guys are working towards Dylan's full time teaser. Dylan sent this question and the answers into fulltime at Clyde1.com. So let's have yours as we go forward into the new season. John McGinn, Kenny McLean, John Fleck made their Premier League debuts this weekend whilst playing for a newly promoted club. Can you name the last 10 Scots to do the same prior to this season? You've already got Callum Patterson and David Marshall. Alan McGregor for yes. Hull City. Well done. And then Kev McNaughton, Cardiff. Brilliant. That's a great shout. Yeah. That is a great shout from you. Well done. Yeah. Got Danny Fox. That's from me. Who? Danny Fox. Danny Fox. So Danny Fox, what do you call him? <laughs> do you call him? <laughs> well, it's your answer. You, sh- you should know his first name. The one that played with Celtic? Yeah, Fox. Who did he play for down south? He played, he plays for Nottingham Forest now. Good player, uh-huh. good left side player. Um, it is right. I'm just terrorising you. He's played for Southampton at the time. Danny Fox is one of them. Well done. Gordon Greer? Nope. You've got half of them. Can you not come up with Brighton? Make his debut? No. You've got half of them. Um, Sean Maloney Nope Stephen Thompson Nope If I say Stephen Thompson mm-hmm. Star Scrum Listen you can join in Anytime you want I've got Danny Fox I'm, I'm quite happy with that <laughs> The uh, only thing I'll Matt Ritchie Nope There's one who's Barry te- Douglas Nope There's one who's <laughs> technically <laughs> Still in he's, he's he's in our premiership now um, he's been injured for quite a while, so we've not seen him recently. But he's in he's in the Scottish Premiership now. And who does he play for? They're playing tonight, not too far from here. Clyde Blankland. <laughs> <laughs> Home Park. Oh, Who's on. injured? Uh, Graham Dorans. The other one. Who's the other one? Murphy! Jamie Murphy. Murphy. <laughs> oh. You two are actually beyond help Right, you've got four to get Let's speak to David in Cumbernauld Hi David Hi there panel Hi David, Hi, David. What's your point tonight? Yeah, I just wanted to come on And uh, talk a little bit about uh, Stephen Gerrard And um, how great I think he is For uh, our team And uh, for Scottish football And Hull um, I think a lot of the time He's, he's been a really bit of fresh air. Um, his comments for me are always very measured. It never really rips into anybody that I've heard of anyway, apart from right at the beginning of the season. He always seems to have a measured approach for things. And especially, I think it was um, yesterday that he came out and he was saying it, it was a shame that Celtic got put out uh, when he did. And I was just thinking, was like, that's not every manager that would come out and say that, um, especially for a rival team. And I just think he's bringing something to the Rangers team that we've that we've missed that in a high class air, if you know what I mean. Okay, uh, listen, David's sort of stepping away from the results side of things because that's what you get most often, Gordon. But he's just impressed with the way Stephen Gerrard's conducting himself at the moment. Is that is that something you've you've noticed? Yeah, I think um, like most Rangers fans, um, they're delighted with him, Gordon. Um, he does seem a bit calm now. Uh, he's learning the trade. Remember, he's this is well. He's in his second year of management. Doesn't matter what you've achieved as a player. Management's completely different because you've got to manage every part of the club and so many players that he's got at his disposal. He's got to pick the right tactics, the right teams. He gets put in front of the press. You know, every single day he's got to handle that as well. And so far, I think the Rangers fans have been absolutely delighted. But this is a big season for him. 
because as much as he's you know building a very good squad, uh, they're playing good football just now. Uh, the fans are loving it. They've really got to win silverware, Gordon. That is uh, the end of it. He's got to win silverware, and if he gets to another season and he doesn't manage that, I think the Rangers fans will have a different approach. Mark Wilson. Well, I've got to agree. I was going to ask David that. He, he's saying he's great for you know Rangers in the Scottish game, and you know of course he comes across well. He's he's done millions of media things throughout his career, um, so it does speak well. Um, however. Would the opinion still be the same that he's great, you know, for Rangers if he doesn't win something? That yeah, that's the that's the end not, but Just yeah. to be fair, to David, that's not that's not what he's on about. He's he's, he's not well, one to say that. Well, he's saying he's he's great for Rangers, you know. Yeah, the way he's conducting himself. Uh, of course, moment. I mean, but uh, you don't have to agree. Listen, but I just don't. I, I don't think. Well, that, I, I tell you I, what. I, I tell you what. Ronnie Ronnie Dyla was conducted himself brilliant for Celtic however the the fans started to turn when things weren't successful on the part so he needs to keep the two in unison that's, that's my point yeah if I could just come in there a little bit guys I just think uh, previously it's been um, very rivalistic and um, the one thing I would take from a show that would be the, the scuff up between uh, Neil Lennon and uh, Alistair McCoy um, a couple of years ago and I just feel like that would never Stephen Gerrard would never do that and I just feel like that kind of calming air is always welcome for me at least because um, I feel like sometimes you'll get fans that are just on the edge and I'm, oh, I'm going to get really angry here and I feel like maybe having a manager there to just to steer things in the right direction is always a good thing uh, well, I do believe that. I, I do believe it helps when you've got a calming influence. I'm sure he's got a feisty side when needed. No, well, we've seen it when he was yeah, a player, was of say. course. You know, and you even seen it in a few his press conferences when he came out and he he was having a go at his own team. You know, just saying it wasn't good enough, even when they were winning, and that was him being watered down to to us to listen to. So in the dressing room, there's no doubt he's got a feisty side, but you need to keep your your temper and control when you're on the touchline. And and Stephen Gerrard has shown that so far. Uh, first chance of the match Ibrox goes to the visitors Schultz uh, sends an effort past the post It was a narrow angle So uh, not real uh, danger for Rangers Still goalless Rangers 4-2 on aggregate Big game tomorrow night in the Betfred Cup Motherwell against Hearts Let's hear from Stephen Robinson Praising his goal-scoring midfielder Liam Donnelly Thinks he's due some international recognition Perhaps not the amount of goals, no. I've seen him score a lot of penalties, so I was very confident in that. He's got a great strike on him, both feet. You know, he's, he's got two very, very good feet. And say so he always played, he played the left of the centre half for me as a young boy, and then he went into midfield for Northern's under 21s. And he's played against the calibre of Spain, you know, and their 21s are no mugs. He's been very good there, and, you know, he's probably knocking on, on Northern Ireland senior squad now. If he continues that kind of form, Michael O'Neill was at the game on, on Saturday as well. So the goals, yeah, are a wee bit of a surprise, but they're a welcome surprise. Michael doesn't miss much You know we have a, a North Ireland only have a small pool of players To pick from So if Liam continues In the vein that he is And continues to play games That's the biggest thing For him getting games under his belt He's already had it You know he's a full international um, His career lost as well A little bit You know he, he didn't maybe Play the game time And th- this was a, to revive his career And he realised that We spoke to him We said you know This is this could be a last chance saloon here You know we'll, we'll give you the platform You get yourself fit And we've given the platform And he's certainly taken His opportunity so far And you know hopefully He'll continue to do that I'm sure Stephen Robinson will be looking to his goal-scoring midfielder Liam Donnelly tomorrow Gordon, I mean he was a centre-half last season mm. Struggled with injury, didn't get in the team a lot Struggled with fitness um, He's come into the team, can't stop scoring And 
now all of a sudden looks a very important player for, for your team Motherwell what are you thinking of that game yeah, tomorrow? Yeah he's got off to a great start he is a very important player because he's obviously adding goals to his game they've found the right position for him I think Gordon I think it's a big game for both clubs uh, Motherwell obviously disappointed of uh, the drubbing off Celtic last week at Fur Park they'll be looking to beat Hearts who are really with Craig Levine under a little bit of pressure so I think it's got the makings of a real good game we're all going along um, and it'll be interesting to see the outcome of that but uh, on home turf and the way Motherwell started it last week against Celtic if they can keep that up and so, they're not going to come up against the quality that Celtic have middle to front I think they've got a great chance of getting through tomorrow night the game's not played on paper and all that Mark Wilson But Glenn Whelan looks a good sign uh, For Hearts Listen, whether he can come in And make an impact as early as tomorrow Who knows uh, But certainly Played over 30 games In a promotion uh, Winning Aston Villa side yeah. last season Listen, huge experience You know You think him International Football Premier League You know What he's done um, Competitor In the middle of the park Someone that Hearts I think need Who'll drag Their players through Bit of a moaner as well, you know, you pair that with Stephen Naismith because you take Naismith out of that team. I don't know how many characters Hearts have. So if you add Glenn Whelan in, I think that looks to be a terrific signing. You two have got a lot of work still to do on this question. Sent to full time at Clyde1.com by Dylan. He says John McGinn, Kenny McLean, John Fleck made their Premier League debuts this weekend whilst playing for a newly promoted club. Can you name the last 10 Scots to do the same prior to this season? You've got Callum Patterson, David Marshall, Alan McGregor. Kevin McNaughton Danny Fox Jamie Murphy Four to get Andrew Shinney Nope Oh, Jordan Rhodes Yes Jordan Rhodes Well done I threw that one down As well I didn't see that Listen to you Take <laughs> <any> credit <laughs> uh, I'll put the ball I'm In the back end We're struggling here We need clues Three to go Three to go Yeah we need clues uh, One of them's played up here Two of them haven't Matt's a uh, Yeah it's a great clue Isn't it Yeah I'll help my tongue now Okay, let's go for the one who's played up here. Will I give you his clubs up here? Yeah. Hearts most recently. Hearts most recently. And was it Inverness? Yes. Oh. We'll give you his club down down south. Yeah. The yeah. one you're looking for. Cardiff. He also has played for Wigan, but Cardiff is the, the one in question. I've just given you this guy's Wikipedia. I've given you Wigan, Cardiff. Inverness and Hearts Is he a Pisces or a Leo? <laughs> Come Andy on Andy Webster No He's a midfielder oh. No oh, I nearly had him there Cardiff You two are unbelievable Initials DC <laughs> Well I'll just tell you his first name David And see if you can get the Daniel. second name David Daniel Don 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 Cowie Oh Easy Two that haven't played up here This guy did it for Watford and he's never played up here, but he's a Scotland international. He's got quite a few caps. Oh, oh, oh the right back. Yes, I catch you, Anya. And the other one did it for Hull in 2013-14. Has never played up here. He's got long hair. Oh, George Boyd. George, George Boyd. Boydy. Uh, listen, that the wasn't end. a classic effort, but that we got there in the end. We're back tomorrow at six o'clock, and Stephen Mill is up next. Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.